All right, welcome everybody to our first ever mock draft. I really like that we don't have the incredibly awkward AJ intro right now. It was a little <laughs> awkward. I feel like I stumbled over my words a little bit. No, dude, you're solid. Anyway, what we're going to do today is we're, we're going to participate in a mock draft together uh, just to go over draft strategy for people because I feel like you know there's not enough out there on draft strategy, like what to do situationally when you're faced with something and a decision in a draft, you know, which way to go. What happens if you get forced into like a zero running back into a zero wide receiver strategy and just the different things that can happen as the draft goes on? Yes, sir. It starts in 50 seconds. Awesome. And uh, so, uh, AJ going... is picking seventh, and I am at 10th on the, on the turn. Going into the draft, Dan, do you have any strategies that you usually go in with, or do you let the board take you, or how do you like to draft? I really like to let the board uh, dictate my strategy. I really like to take the best available on the board, and you know, as as sometimes painful as that means, going four wide receivers in a row, you know, four running backs in a row. Uh, I feel really good about punting quarterback completely this year, uh, and kicker and defense with your last picks, or don't even draft them at all. That's also a strategy if so you think Mahomes, you can trade. Mahomes drops fifth, sixth round to you. Don't pick him up. Mahomes gets a definite uptick today, by the way. FYI, huge uptick. Mahomes is now the number one fantasy quarterback. Oh, he draft, him as, draft him as, as, as such. Tyreek Tyre Hill not being himself. suspended at all. Patrick Mahomes, no, no sophomore slump there. Last year was his sophomore season. Let's not forget that, folks. Pat, Patrick Mahomes is the number one fantasy quarterback going into the 2019-2020 season. I don't believe we're telling the fans anything new today, Murphy. Wow. I'm just letting people know. Don't sleep on it. And Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is squarely in the top 10 wide receiver conversation. Are you already in the draft room, Dan Murphy? No, my draft is now loading. Me too, and it's taking forever. Relax. They can't start without us. We'll be fine. And that's that's one of the reasons (laughs) I wanted to pick deep. I want to. Re- I want to reach down. Well, for in, some in a ten-person draft, I would say that you know. And I want to wait twenty minutes so I can not. sit here and commentate on everybody's horrible picks. And when it goes to auto draft <laughs> in like five rounds, <laughs> sure. Everybody long, just yeah. likes picking the studs, and then it's like, what do I do now? Oh, I just I quit and let the thing draft for me. It's like, no, nah, man. This is when you get in your well, bag of tricks and you start exactly. pulling players out. I was about to say you win. Right? You win a draft at the end, not in the beginning. You win a draft. You win a draft between rounds five and six. That's where it's determined. Yeah. As Everybody long as you pick studs in the beginning. Ones. Yeah, but they don't always hit on them studs. Sure. You hit on your studs there, and you and you clean up in five through six. You are locked and loaded. But Dan, and I would say no the draft is early. The draft Ever. is not where Dan Murphy wins his leagues. It, it he, is. Don't let he him stays you. up. He wakes up at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and gets on the waiver wire where everyone else is still sleeping and picks up players. That's that's how he wins. We have a fab budget, so I wait until people spend their money and I see what's left. No, what going to tell you, bull. That's exactly you, how you nut out works. way in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, I, I if a player's worth money, I'm drafting him. I'm getting him on my team, whatever it takes. If you guys are dumb enough to leave value out there, I'm not going to apologize for that. So obviously, before anyone Fantasy even picks here, for it's going to be Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, then Christian McCaffrey. It's I'm been like that really way in every draft that I've done. Saquon this year. So is everybody though, Dan. It's not like that's anything new either. I'm just letting you know, like, what's my rationale right now? Like, what's going through my head? He's gonna get. Dude, he's gonna get like. What the touches. hell am I gonna? Right, like eight billion touches. <laughs> what am I gonna do with Julio Jones and Nick Chubb down there? I don't even really like them, dudes. Oof. Why, <clears> this could get up. really lean down here at ten eleven. Nah. This, this, all right, I'm gonna. You're gonna pick Julio. I'm gonna go pick Julio or Odell and Michael Thomas. You just read my mind, bro. I'm gonna go Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham Jr. I knew it. Oh yeah. Why is someone not picking it? Like, he's not even here. This is why I didn't want to do a mock draft. Relax, bro. Relax. We're doing this for strategy. What happened? (laughs) It just started. Oh, okay. So, first overall pick is coming up right now. And, like I said, it's between Saquon, Ezekiel, and Alvin Kamara. Christian McCaffrey have not seen go one or two yet. Even though, I mean, he's worthy of that. I feel like he could have an equal season to um, a Camara or an Elliott. But I think Saquon is the clear number one. 
I 100% agree with your assessment. And I think Ezekiel but Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott went first. Was. But it didn't. It got auto-picked. Well, whatever. You could still make an argument for him going number one. Sure. Saquon Barkley's going to go now anyway, so that's why it's yep. better we draft in the back. It's more realistic anyway. Less players. No, I drafted at number two from. last night, and it was a disaster. Mm. Why would you take? No, I got Kamara first, but like then it gets thinner at the back end, you know, so... Yeah, you gotta start digging, digging in a little bit. You almost have to wonder, like, where, where does, where is, where, where does Cream Hunt like logist, like logistically really get drafted? Like, really, like, what's his actual draft value? But if he if he only plays eight games, but they still have Nick Chubb there, like, and yeah, Nick Chubb exactly, is terrible. Like, if like, Chubb does great in the beginning of the year, does Cream Hunt come in and steal his job? I just don't see that happening. Right? Are people gonna shy away from Melvin Gordon here in the first round? Nope. McCaffrey went third, everybody. McCaffrey went third. I am up to draft, and I am going to pick the best wide receiver on the board, who is DeAndre Hopkins. That is my pick. Telegraph that one from here. I could take Devontae Adams, though, if he is on the board. I do have a lot of love for Devontae Adams. I mean, that kid does it no matter what. It just doesn't matter. Two touchdowns in a game is also, like, ridiculously sexy. So, so far off the board, we have uh, Elliott, Barkley, McCaffrey, which was a little bit of a surprise over Kamara. Kamara could be easily the number one running back this year. The amount of touches he's going to get now that Ingram is gone. And we had Melvin Gordon, which is sketchy because he might not even play. Uh, Lev Johnson, Lev Hopkins, Bell comes and off Bell. the board at eight. Eight. Wow. You, you're high Damn, on Bell, though, aren't you, Dan? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest with you. I do not know how to feel about Bell. And then we got Devontae Adams. That's Dan's boy. I would say Thomas is Dan's boy over Adams, but he loves him some Adams. That's for sure. You could argue that. I'm going to take one. the king of consistency. Oh, right you don't there. get nice. You got Thomas. And you know Tom? what? I just I love being able to cheer for this dude. And you know what, AJ, you've turned me off a little bit to the other guy. I love nice. being able to say Julio. Every time he has a touchdown, that hurt which my ears. isn't very often. <laughs> so Dan Murphy took Michael Thomas and Julio Jones instead of Odell Beckham Jr., which is a great choice because Odell Beckham will break his leg again by kicking something besides a goalpost. I'm going to go with a water cooler this year. Water cooler in the sixth game. Water cooler in the sixth game. Odell Beckham Jr. will now have a 2,000-yard season. <laughs> Now Dan is Nick not going to like. He, I don't. He's not. Nick Dan Chubb is not going to like my next pick at twelve. I just. I don't know where. I don't know what to do with that backfield. Right. Nick Chubb could have an amazing six games, and then you still have Kareem Hunt coming back into that backfield. Dan, this is this is getting a little ridiculous. By the way, just so everybody knows that nobody's actually picking their picks right now. They're all auto picking them. No one is auto picking. Um. So right now I'm I'm I have a little bit of a dilemma. I'm really high on Juju Smith Schuster this year, but I don't have a running back yet. I don't know that you need a running back yet technically, but I I, I think Juju is going to blow up. Everyone is uh, kind of a mixed bag on him. Some people think he's going to be the next AB. Some people think he's going to be Juju Smith Schuster. It was. Some, things, some people think he's going to get doubled and be a bust this year. So, But he does line up in the slot a lot. It's hard to double someone inside the slot. So I think he's going to get his touches for sure, and he's going to, he's going to do very well. I think that the volume will be there. I think that he's crafty enough to convert it. I think it's going to be a very interesting season for Juju. Definitely. Remember, Pittsburgh is a wide receiver factory. Travis Kelsey went on off the board after me. I, I, I definitely believe that there's only three tight ends in this draft, so it, they've been going very quickly. Mm. Three top-tier tight ends, I should say. I will not get a chance at any of the top-tier tight ends. I said goodbye um, to yeah. them. I said goodbye to them with my second pick. But if there's a right run on tight end right now, that makes me kind of happy, and a lot of people did take running back early. So I could be looking at maybe getting a sliding running back, you know, coming back my way. Sure. I, I think that 
Um, this draft is going very quickly, and we don't have time to talk about what's going on right now. But well, we got Delvin uh, Cook just came off the board. Joe Mixon, Antonio Brown, and, and you're James high on Conn. Mixon, right? Uh, I am high on Mixon. I I don't know how to feel about Dalvin Cook, but I could be high on him, and I love Antonio Brown. Love Antonio him. Brown at 17 is pretty crazy, guys. That is because a steal. what you're what you're basically saying is that he's not going to be AB this year, which right. <laughs> controversially, that's my take on things. Right. I, I, you gotta love what's coming back to you. That's gonna fall in your lap right here. You have to love what's gonna fall in your lap. You think I will, but I'm going to take someone besides who you think I'm going to take. If I, you don't take Todd Gurley with all the shit you talked about loving him, you are out of your mind. Yeah. Wow. I love me some Amari Cooper this year. I don't know, man. Look at the format though, two wides. I mean, you do have that. Flex I get a, spot. I get a you flex, have that flex there, spot down there. You're right. It's points are flex. points, bro. Points are points. I agree. You can flex Amari Cooper. Play it as you would. Whew. And I know I mean, you're probably not going to get who you want because he's just going to fall. Have you drafted again, dude? No. Have you not picked yet? <laughs> no. I'm still chilling with with Michael Thomas and Julio Jones over here. Some people right, are doing me up. huge favors right now by taking Pat Mahomes. Just so everyone knows, I'm I'm going strong on my wide receivers right now. I have not picked a running back yet. So far, I have D Hop, Juju, and Amari Cooper on my board. I'm, I'm sitting here. Oh, and there he goes. That's who I really wanted. Derrick Henry, two. Yep, that was your boy. Away. Ooh. Well, now you need to take Gurley, buddy. Gurley's going to blow up this year, bro. He, everyone is hating on him. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to run people So over. here's what you have to do. All right, say you're forced into a position where you have a player that's too good to ignore and you don't like him, right? So I'm looking at Todd Gurley, Marlon Mack, Leonard Fournette, and Devonta Freeman. Although I like Freeman and I like Fournette, kind of, there's no way at this point in, in, in the fourth round I can pass on, on Todd Gurley. I cannot pass on him. I cannot. I cannot do it. So I have to take him. But in taking him, I have to get the handcuff. So that means in a couple rounds early, I'm going to have to draft so he Todd picked Gurley, Gurley's handcuff. I, I had to take him. Who's a, who's no a rookie, I believe, correct? I ha- Yes, the rookie is uh, Henderson, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they drafted him early, which you know what that means. And you means got A.J. Green at the 31st pick. Which, and you I know. took A.J. Green at the 31st pick. It's a pretty good pick. So I, I will be on flexing it. A.J. Green. Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, <clears throat> and A.J. Green will be my wide receivers. So I feel very confident there. I also feel like I can punt wide receiver for the rest of the so, draft. So now, now I need a running back, guys. Somewhere. Now I need a running back, guys, and I uh, have a little bit of a dilemma. They're both injury, injury prone, I guess you could say. We got Fournette and Freeman. To uh, me, that's a clear they both could have. And who would you choose? Uh, Freeman all day. Hmm, I don't know, man. They have nobody else in the back. Oh, yeah, Coleman. Coleman is, Coleman right, is Coleman. gone. Coleman. Like, Coleman I thought about taking Freeman, Freeman over Gurley, but Gurley's upside is so ridiculous that I can't pass him. Sure. But, yeah, in that situation, you know, Fournette has injury history in college. He has injury history in the pros. I don't want him as my to anchor my running back court. I can't have somebody that's injured. If you want to get him as a two, you want but to take Freeman that is, What do you mean? Freeman I'm talking about Fournette. Freeman know, was injured last year, but he's also the year before he got champion. injured as well. Yeah, he got a little dinged up last year, but when he runs, he runs, and you know you hope to get the backfield in case he goes down. You know, if you're if you're worried it's about boomer, it's a boomer bust pick. If you're worried about your guy going down, then draft the handcuff early. Don't regret regret. Don't get you know scooped on your guy. You know what I mean? Get in there. I don't. I don't I'm not a handcuff 30. guy, bro. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. I believe in handcuffs. If, I don't. If you have a competent handcuff, I'm not saying. Go handcuff like even Ezekiel Elliott. I don't feel has a competent handcuff. No. Saquon Barkley, no competent handcuff. But if you have like a situation with Todd Gurley and the rookie coming in, that rookie is a competent, viable, maybe viable handcuff. You want to own that handcuff. You don't want to be having a trade for him. You don't want to have to be gambling. Well, I think you can get other running backs that can be the handcuff on a different team that are the number one back on a different team that are still available. It depends on your draft board, but when you invest high capital, you need to reinforce your high capital. I am a firm believer in that. Yeah. When, when did uh, I did not see Dan? When did uh, what's his name go off the board? Leonard Patrick Fournette Mahomes. went off the Mahomes 39. went twenty fifth. Mo- yeah, Mahomes was the first. Oh my god! The board There's the first stretch short. of the draft. Al- Alshon Jeffrey at number forty three. Hey, somebody's from Philadelphia. 
Oh, I would say so. That's Somebody way. No, he's got a giant's it. helmet on his thing, bro. I'm trying to think. See, now I have an opportunity to draft some very interesting players <clears throat> coming up, and I'm going to go get two of them. Which just says, you know, Andrew Luck is right there in the conversation. Who happens to be one of the quarterbacks that I absolutely love this I'm year. Not gonna pick, I don't like we said. We're not picking quarterbacks that early. We both agree on this. And I want to punt a quarterback, but my team is looking really reinforced right now. Dan is going to fall can, in love with my pick can, right now. By the way, everybody, I am definitely taking Luck at this point because it rounds out my roster. And it's do you a, like it's who I just sound. picked, Dan Murphy? Ah. <sighs> Yeah, that's he your was, boy. He was falling to me. I was going to take him as my uh, RB two. That's your boy. I got I got both my RBs. I got all my receivers so far. Yeah. So we're, we're sitting on tight end and quarterback left to fill out the top of my roster. But that's what you, mother son of a goodness <laughs> gracious. There goes your luck. Andrew Luck is off the board. Deshaun Watson's off the board. So we're going to get fidgety right here. We're going to get Stretch Armstrong, and we're going to draft the last of what I believe is the top-tier quarterbacks. And we really? are going to come back. Oh, yeah. And we are going to come Rogers? back. Rodgers? Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Murphy, card. after all the talk that we had about our boy, one Mr. Carson Wentz, the mm-hmm. god of the field, you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a better year than – I'm. I mean, I'm drafting more situationally, and you're like killing me when I'm trying to make this pick right now. Well, uh, you have five seconds left to make it. So. <laughs> oh, Sony Michelle. Not, yep. Not who I wanted, but okay. Um, but I, I did want a running back. I did need a running back to fill that. Sony Michelle should be the guy there. He should be getting all the touches. Had a phenomenal back end of the season, but is a little bit injury prone. So I, I, it's it's not the worst. Did Kittle already go off the board? I did want David Montgomery from Chicago. Kittle went off really the board already. I'm gonna find him. Yeah, Kittle's probably been gone. Oh my soon. god. Oh, okay. Yeah, been gone. Great. So if you I wanted, to, if you no wanted tight, tight end. end, you were stretch Armstronging for tight for end. For real, you're, you're giving up one of your premium positions at tight end this year to get it more than ever. I'm stretch Armstronging right now for a guy that's been injured the last two years. Wow. I picked right. Henry Hunter. Right. So he at this point in my draft, like, I, I, like I feel like the strength of my team is wide receiver, and I need to really try to churn up some running backs. So I am going to probably try to hammer running back as much as I can. Although there's so many wide receivers out there, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but our receivers, come on. Backhand receiver. Like, I'm already flexed on receiver. Like, I can't even get another receiver. Like, it's not going to serve me. Obviously for my bench, but, I mean, there's other things to worry about. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where that Aaron Rodgers pick could end up hurting me in the long run because I could have gone running back, running back, and gambled a little more at the position to see if I could have shored that up. I mean, there's people like uh, Guap up in the Niners land who could be a, a you know, boomer bust quarterback himself. We got other guys at the position, like the guy that I'm going to pick, that you know could do very, very well. So... I'm big on Carson Wentz this year. I know I'm from Philly, so it's a little fucking redundant. Yeah, I also figured I'd leave him him on the board so you could step up to take him before he came back to me. He's pretty far down on the board. I could probably take somebody else first, but I like to round out my starting lineup. That's usually how I like to draft, just so I have a strong starting lineup to go. Um, There has been opportunities and times when I've just taken receiver, 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 and kind of like waited to the back end and maybe got a trade for a running back that I wanted. Uh, you can go based off like stealing other people's picks too. Like you could go Kelsey Ertz and you know get something really really strong back in return for Ertz on the trade market or Kelsey on the trade market. When somebody's stuck with you know the tight end that I'm stuck with, <laughs> who could break his leg again? <laughs> I'm not even like thinking about tight end yet. No, your boy Tyree Cohen coming off the board right there. That's 61, though. I mean, that's not even a stretch. That's fine. I can't believe I'm going to stretch for him. Maybe, I mean, maybe Giant Sky picks uh, Carson Wentz and I get stuck not with Carson Wentz again. Very possible. He seems to like Eagles players for being a Giants fan. Maybe just because he knows his team sucks so bad. 
<laughs> FYI, Giants will be the last place in our division this year. Do you really think they're going to beat the Redskins there? I think, yes, I do. I think at least the West, the Redskins have two viable quarterbacks. The Giants have zero. That's just my take on things. And and remember, like when you start getting down into the seventh round, right? It, this is where you want to start getting your sleepers. Seven, eight, nine. You know, and don't be afraid to reach for people here. I reached for Wentz. I and just that's not, for Wentz. I, dude, totally legitimate reach in the seventh with with a shallow roster like this. No problem with you taking Wentz right there. He's a top five candidate this year, at, at the seventh round. Great pick. Great and pick. so now what I have left is my bench, kicker, and defense. Kicker so and defense. What I'm going to do is not, is, okay, go ahead, is going to be completely absurd right now. So right now I'm going to draft uh, an unknown. And then after that, I'm going to come on back. He drafted Geese, by the way, guys. Geese is going to have a strong year. Uh, AP is old. I think his touches are going to go down. Um, I'm going to gamble gamble one more round, and I'm going to take this kid just because I think his upside is unbelievable. Dan. Wow. Dan just drafted Miles Sanders from Philly, which is total homer pick. The guy might be redshirted this year and not even touch the ball. So... uh, he, he'll be the lead back by the end of the year. Not if he can't block, he can't. If, he, if he's not picking up the blitz, he will not play. Okay, I'm uh, Tyreek Hill. I picked Sammy Watkins in my last draft because I didn't know what was going on with Tyreek Hill, but now I kind of pushed him down on my board. I'm going to pick a backup running back. I'm going to pick Mr. James White, I believe. Nice. <laughs> That's look my at boy. Lamar. Look at Lamar Miller, and somebody grabbed him as soon as I said it. But <laughs> look at Lamar Miller out there. As he's the always so middling. Overall. He's so boring. He makes me want to go to sleep. Every he time is absolutely play. horrible. But if you can put him in your flex position or have him being the first guy off your bench, that's a luxury. Do it. You know what yeah. I mean? They're just uh, way Deshaun too Watson's going to get more rushing touchdowns than him this year. Yeah, maybe. And I he's guess. the running back. I mean, then they have Devonta Foreman that they're Donta Foreman that they don't even know what what they have exactly. in him because they you know. Did Tyreek Hill just go? Just went. Why did you not pick Tyreek Hill? Why did I not pick Tyreek Hill? Because I was concentrating on running back. This is just uh, oh, that is egregious. Wow, that's, that's the seventy-seven. That's, that's the biggest. I don't think people in this draft understood. You know, Nobody news forgot just came that he out. got off on his charges today. Just well, in case anybody does. didn't know, Tyreek Hill is not going to be suspended at all. Um, not, yeah, no suspension, so draft him accordingly. He is he is officially a top ten wide receiver. We even talked about it before the show, and then forgot. Well, you put him at one when he's on the field, don't you? I, I say you he's. I think he's the most lethal wide receiver in the NFL from the well, game put, playing no, standpoint. Damn, you, you put him at number. Him. We can go to the tape, bro. You can't cover him. You cannot cover him. But you you said on our fantasy show that you put him at one when playing as the number one fantasy wide receiver. Yeah, I think he's incredibly talented. So is he the number one wide receiver in the league? No, I'm saying squarely in the top five. Okay. So so would you pick would you put him above DeAndre Hopkins? Uh I like Tyreek Hill over DeAndre Hopkins. Tyreek Hill doesn't get hurt. Okay. Hopkins doesn't get hurt? What Hopkins hasn't missed a game in his career? What are you talking about? I think he was injured like three years two years ago, wasn't he? No. I still like him better. Speed kills. DeAndre Hopkins is so nice. I don't know, man. Like at, at that point, like, can you really go wrong? No, 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 you right. can't. But I'm, like, I'm it's, just it's, saying, even even on my, so on my board, obviously, I probably should have put him above Amari Cooper. But I do like Amari Cooper this year. I don't think you can go wrong there either. He's gonna get all of the touches. I think these Dallas. are guys that are dialed into like top ten at their position yeah. as long as nothing goes wrong. And it's really they're gonna, hard they're be to like dominant. right. Yeah. It's really hard to like knock them anyway like there's just there's easy paths to success sure they're elite athletes like there's a lot of things that are just adding up there for them definitely i agree i'm gonna go the number one um receiver in tennessee right now and Corey davis he's on my bench he could do great he could do shitty every year i wait for him to break out because he's got all of the metrics he's big tall strong and fast catches everything that's thrown at him but he, he has a skeptical quarterback throwing him the ball so He's not a pocket passer. It's just you know, not what he does. T- 
Tannehill is is in Tennessee. True. So you and, 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 you know, Mariota, you want to talk injury prone, he's definitely going to not play all the games this year for sure. So maybe I'll get lucky on a flex week or something like that where, where I have somebody sitting down. All right. So I just took Kareem Hunt. In he the, did. Wow. With the 90th pick overall. For half of the Listen, season. All right. Well, I have Todd Gurley with whatever his knee issue is. And then after that, I have, uh, you know, uh, Sony Michelle, who was injured last year. You know what I mean? I'm accumulating injury-prone running backs. Now I'm going to grab my handcuff, and then I can just do whatever I want for the rest of the draft. Uh, there's your handcuff. Good. There's my okay. handcuff. So I did I did protect my Todd Gurley pick. I did it extremely early, and I invested <coughs> a lot of draft capital in the running back position to so, bail me out if so I we got fail. So we got two different theories on, on what a handcuff is. I, believe, I don't believe in them. You believe in them. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a right or wrong way for that. If you can get... Like I said, somebody in the back, like a Mr. Tevin Coleman, who I'm going to draft right now. Tevin Coleman is in a loaded backfield, but they paid a lot of fucking money for him. So I feel like he's going to play. And, I don't think they can sit him. I and think it he's is a piece. An, it's an injury-prone backfield, and he would be the least injury-prone guy. He in doesn't get backfield. injured. He's always the one that's coming in when Durante Freedom right. breaks his freaking leg. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, they signed him was because. Do you know what's funny? I pick. I picked. I picked Freeman's handcuffed from last year, <laughs> but he's just not on the same team anymore. You know what? I, I bet that those two picks will work out very well for someone. If you are forced into a situation to make those, I would not be afraid. If you're loading up at wide receiver early and you're getting some truly elite talent up there and you have a chance take to take like some swings, play, right? Yeah, you have a chance to take some swings. Those are like legit swings that can seriously pay dividends and win you your league. Dan Murphy, have you not picked a quarterback yet? Oh, no, you picked Rodgers. I did. I, I really stretched So what, what, what is your thinking about backup quarterback? This is a one-quarterback league. One-quarterback league. Don't even, don't even draft a guy. Don't even worry about it, right? I, I mean, people don't trade quarterback in this league, so it's almost like a waste of a bench spot. Uh, see, for, for me, I don't feel like it is, though, because I have Carson Wentz, and he does have a little bit of an injury history. And I'm I obviously have, not going to pick his handcuff, but I, I think getting you don't a top tier. Sudfeld on your team? <laughs> no, um. I think getting a top tier uh, backup quarterback would be great. Yeah, I, you know what? And I have Aaron Rodgers, and you kind of you kind of convinced me there. So I think that maybe given you know the structure of my it's, team, it's like pick that or pick uh, you know pick a right. pick a sleeper. You know, so it's it's your choice on what, what how you'd rather play it. I'm gonna go sleeper wide receiver. Well, I need to get a wide receiver, a tight end. How many more rounds do we have? We're probably almost. We're probably like out. Yeah, of we're rounds pretty right close. Now. I got one, two, three, four, five, five more rounds. All right, so I got one, two. I pick. Four, I do pick I kicker in defense picks. on the back end. I do that. I'm going to take why, my if I'm going to draft somebody. Neck. I'm going to drop Murray. Kyler Murray. Alert! Alert! Uh-oh. Alert! Alert! Uh-oh. Kyler Murray is off the board with the 101st. He's going to run a lot this year for a quarterback that runs. Not a horrible thing. Okay, well, you just passed on Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, sure. Dak Prescott, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, Jimmy G, yeah. Mitchell Trubisky, Thomas <laughs> Brady. No, you're right. Um, does he already? I, I does like that guy? Upside, the, does that guy that drafted him already have a quarterback? Is the question. Uh, ben, what does Ben's team look like? Starting to get fast and the furious now. Yeah, I think he has Deshaun Watson. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't tell. So he likes running quarterbacks. If that's the which, case, which would fit the theme. How do you find the team? Going on? Uh, click the name in the queue. Oh, okay. I'm trying to find and that was Kyler Murray. I'm gonna get crazy right now with one of my picks going on here. Oh man, did somebody take my dude? Somebody took my dude. Yeah, he got Baker Mayfield as his top. Interesting. That's the guy's gonna lose this league. Definitely. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, if he hits on one of them, he could you get be negative points in this league, dude. He's still a sophomore quarterback trying to throw the ball a whole heap of times. Royce Freeman coming off the board at 106. That is a very interesting pick. Okay, guys, so I'm picking my um, backup tight end right now. Um, I think that I'm going to go with Mr. Delaney Walker. Uh, <laughs> so now I have two injury-prone tight ends. Hopefully and that, like, they're super playing duper, at a person duper, duper, duper hurts when, like, I'm sitting here haven't even drafted a tight end yet. Mm-hmm. So you might need to trade me for a tight end, Dammer. 
I guess. I got Greg Olson out there. I got Jimmy Graham out there. I got Jordan Reed out there. I got Kyle. Oh, Rudolph, yeah. Those, Jack those are all not you know injury what? prone types. They equally don't excite me, but like, no. I'm like, no. And I'm like, well, how about consistency? Can I get consistency to position? Consistency would probably be Hooper. I would say Hooper. He gets about five or six balls a game. Well, I just took Steven Guskowski because I don't want to worry about my kicker. Whoa, whoa. Oh, stop the presses, please. <laughs> Dan Murphy, the mister, I will never fucking draft a kicker before I the end of kickers. the draft. I hate kickers, but I like if I can get a consistent kicker like that in a round where I'm like debating with all these swag freaking. Every time that I try to do this, my kicker doesn't do well. Jordan Reed always had good years. I think Kyle Rudolph could have a good year this year potentially. But no, no, he just got a paycheck. I, I actually really like that pick, Dan. Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah. Every year I say that about. Now. Every year I say that about Kyle Rudolph, and every year he shits the bed. So, uh, but but he did get a paycheck this year. So obviously, I, think I feel like Kyle utilize. Rudolph is the Christmas present you've been waiting for your entire life, and every year you think that Christmas present's gonna arrive, and it's Kyle Rudolph. That's how so. I need to pick another wide receiver right now. So I'll definitely be doubling down on an equally, hopefully, less swaggy tight end. Yeah, probably a smart idea. Oh, I forgot about my boy. I was going to wait to draft my boy, Jusecki. Okay, okay, okay. Larry Fitzgerald. Old I man. I hate when the beeps at you. Old right? man Rivers. See, that's Old a nice... You know what? That's a, that's Rivers. A, I don't care. <laughs> that's a nice pick right there, man. That is a nice pick. For, for the 114th pick, I think I'll be Yo, okay. I will still I will still argue to my grave that Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden are the greatest wide receiver tandem to ever play in the NFL. They just both did it the right way. They both block. They both mm-hmm. do everything that you ask them to do, and they shut Anquan, their mouth. Dude, Anquan Bolden still. That hit. That hit. That hit. That hit. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. <sighs> And still played like six weeks later after having like that. Ancon Bolden is God. He's not a man. Seriously. So then, when, when, when we're done with this draft, I think you know a nice little sum up of what we did and who we have on our teams will will Absolutely. be good for our fans because we Absolutely. it's been going so fast that we haven't really been able to talk about what right, we right, did right. and who we got and value and stuff and where we made mistakes because you know you're gonna make mistakes in your draft. It's all about like how you like balance it out sure. and correct and don't like. Be like, oh, I made a mistake. Like, screw this draft. Like, no, like, that's when you have to dig a little bit deeper. As my grandfather said one time, very wisely, he said, once I had confidence in a fart and I shit myself. Nice. Meaning that you can never have too much confidence in your fantasy football team because things will go wrong and you will have to adjust. And it's about who makes the best adjustments midseason that wins their draft. They call that a code blue. Code blue. Man, I have a really tough decision coming up here. Although I'm probably about to exit the draft with two picks, and then I'm going to grab a defense. I'm gonna, I'm grabbing a defense with the next pick, and I'm going to grab a wide receiver. And then that last pick is going to be a sleeper wild wild card. Might go two wide receivers. Might might scratch a running back. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of who I have to get on my team. Can, can I say something, by the way? Like In every mock that I've seen, in every, in every lineup, every ADP, the Philadelphia Phillies are like the 20th defense. And I just don't get it. Yeah, I think the Philadelphia Phillies, if they trotted out on the football Phillies? field, would probably Eagles? be the 100th oh, defense. Uh, you'd probably be under uh, the say college that? defenses. Is that I agree I that, that the Philadelphia Eagles defense is way underranked. Way, way underranked. You can steal them probably in any draft. You're sa- and AJ is 100%, yeah, sure. right. 100% right. 100% right. That is, but I said the is, Phillies? I, did I say the Phillies? I'm just teasing you, bro. I, I, think I did I say the Phillies, know. though? Who cares? <laughs> it's hilarious. I love that I fuck up so much. It's good. It's so good. But yes, you are 100% right on the Philadelphia Eagles defense. They are going to destroy this year. That line, oh, it's just crazy. We're going to get interceptions. The quarterback's going to be like falling over, throwing the ball in the air. We're going to get a bunch of Think about playing Eli Manning or whatever they drafted twice a year. And then. And then whatever Washington's going to hobble out there that's going to have no knees after we're done. I mean, I, I don't wish injury on any player ever. I hope everybody stays healthy and has a healthy and productive season. But I sure. do fear for those guys. Like, please, take an, an extra insurance policy out when you play the Eagles. They're coming. 
and by the way, I'm not I'm not a homer when I draft fantasy, but I usually do pick the Eagles defense and Eagles kicker just because I like. I'm going to be a homer them. right now with this pick. I'm going to clock in here. I'm looking at uh, this wide receiver board, and I'm looking like Michael Gallup. I don't like Funchess. Deshaun doesn't really do anything for me. I go down to Geron, Geronimo Allison, but then right there, you're screaming at it. I'm saying it's staring me right in the eyes. I have to go one Deshaun Jackson. Welcome back to the Philadelphia Eagles. He will have. I nice think he's going to be great early on. I think they're going to try to feature him early on. So I think the first four games, that's a starter right there in the 130th pick. Yes, I think so as well. And you know what? I'm just going to show love to my boy Philly Riv. The dude don't miss games. In case anything happens to Rodgers, Philly Riv can be a top 10 quarterback for you. You could confidently punt quarterback and take Philly Riv in this situation right here and, and win your league. Like, this is a guy that everybody ignores, everybody disrespects, but he goes out there and throws 4,000 yards every year, 30 touchdowns, and, I mean, the dude's just a beast. Like, he does it every year, in and out, like, no matter what, with nothing. And you can argue, going forward right now, he has more than he has ever had in his career with Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler catching balls out of the backfield, and then you also have whatever's going on with Melvin Gordon. The, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be Melvin Gordon coming in as a running back on the final year of my deal either, so I do understand it. But I hope they sort sure. that out. And, um, you know, but I think Phillip Rivers is a great value uh, you know, in one of the late rounds of your draft. I wouldn't have needed to take Aaron Rodgers earlier. I could have probably spent that on maybe a more premium running back pick and came back with Philly I just Rivers. think Rodgers has been a disappointment the last couple of years. He he has he has, but does that mean he's due for a rebound? I mean, the, the dude has the talent. But I mean, but like I, like we talked about on our it. fantasy show, Dan, he's coming in with a new coach, coming in with a new yeah. system. Mm-hmm. They're already trying to put limitations on what he can do at the line, which I would argue is his best attribute. I agree. So it's just it's a question mark this year. But, that, so but that's even a, more of an argument to make that Philly Riv pick later. A, a guy that doesn't miss games, a guy that's super consistent, a guy that will be in the top ten. Like sure. Philip Rivers at the end of the year will be in the top ten. It, it happens, whether he's 10th or whatever, but being 10th can still win you your league in a one-quarterback league as long as you're strong through the rest of your roster, which drafting him late gives you the ability to do that. Agreed. I'm going to throw out our email right now while we're waiting for our picks to come up. It is muffinbear at gmail.com, muffinbear at gmail.com, M-U-F-F. And everybody knows how to spell bear. <laughs> It's not beer, it's bear. It's fantasy football, dude. You and never it's, not, it's not porn, but you may like it anyways. All right, so I'm definitely looking at taking defense with Mr. Irrelevant pick over here. Mr. Irrelevant. I do. I have the 150th pick overall. Jack how did Doyle that comes happen? off the board there, and I think that's Dan, interesting. how did that happen? How did you get the last pick in the first round and the last pick in the last round? I don't understand. It's great, man. It's, You're supposed to have the first pick of the last round when you have the last pick of the first round. I know. It's it's definitely a tough position to draft from back here. So Did you take more a defense you, yet? Yeah, I took Eagles. Oh, that's a great pick. I was looking for them. All right, so now I'm going to dig even deeper into my bag of tricks and see if my – is my, my sleeper defense is gone? Are you kidding me? Like the San Francisco 49ers defense is gone? Oh, no, no, no. They were ranked like second or third this year. What? I thought they were ranked way deep. No. Oh, no. San Francisco's still there. I'm taking that. Oh, That's mind. my sleeper. They were just way, way deep? <laughs> way deep. Yeah, San Francisco is not a ranked defense. They're not in the top uh, ten. They're on nobody's radar. Nobody's I like the Colts as my sleeper defense this year. The Colts is a really good sleeper defense, and they are also still out there. But I just think uh, San Francisco has been adding a lot of defensive pieces. No, sure. I mean, ever since it, they lost, the, oh, lost yeah. that linebacker to the retired like yep. year two. Yep. They've been kind of hurt up. So they had two people retire in two years based off uh, not wanting to get traumatic brain injuries. Yep. But they drafted so. uh, Bosa, who I think is a, is a transcendent player. I think he's actually You think better he's better than, than his brother? brother? Yep. No, I disagree. Yep. But okay. I mean, no. Like, I mean, he. I'm obviously on the, the, you know, the waiting to be proven or disproven side of that argument, but I really I like the kid's upside. I just think it's there. You know what I mean? I just... 
And I'm a big fan of any NFL player that has tree trunks as legs and plays in the, in the dirt, like a running back <laughs> or a defensive end, because when you get them tree trunks moving, man. Which is what Brandon Graham is in a nutshell. Yep. He's yep. all lower half of his body. Yep. Saquon Barkley. And, and, and like Fletcher Cox, for that matter, right? Yep. He's all yep. butt. <laughs> I love guys like that in the NFL. Guys like like, uh, like CC Sabathia in baseball, like right? It's like, remember the Michael Turner uh, thing? Remember how remember Michael Turner, how, how thick his legs were? Burner Michael Turner. I mean, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute monster. Loved watching him. He was great. Joe Joe Blanton. Joe Butt Blanton. Oh, <laughs> Pitches with his butt. Be. And uh, right now I am going to be able to get the San Francisco 49ers with the 105th overall pick, and I feel really good about that. And I feel good leaving defensive squads like New England, like Seattle, like Denver, like Buffalo, Pittsburgh, even Kansas City, Dallas, and Indianapolis who I would probably have second-rated on this list right after San Francisco. I feel very confident leaving all of them on the board to take sure. boom, the 49ers to conclude this draft. Nice. Whew. Very interesting. I think it's a fun little segment. All right, do you want to review your yes. team? Yes, sure, I'll go let's first. See what, let's see how Aaron did over here. Well, it didn't let me pull up my team, unfortunately. I don't know why. Okay, so... Let me see here. Let me just click on myself. Let's see if it'll pull up. That's yeah, weird. I can't select anybody. Is it letting you select your team? It's not letting me select my team. I Maybe because the draft the is queue. over? Yeah, it's probably because it's over. So now go to my homepage and I will go to draft results. And I will pick my snow. Oh, this is, the, this is our league. I'm sorry. So I got a score of 87 from Yahoo Sports, which means absolutely nothing. <laughs> wow. I got slammed. What did you get? 66. They gave me 66. It's Yahoo Sports. It means absolutely nothing. Wow. I would really like to disagree with Yahoo. Yeah. I know why they gave me such a bad grade, but like I had to, I had to drill down into running backs, and I had to find some ridiculous depth there and take some gambles after I took those gambles early. It's still not letting me uh, view my team somehow. <laughs> yeah, I think like it it takes a couple minutes for them to like spit out the results and stuff, which is kind of annoying. No, I think they want you to pay for it, bro. No. Overview. Yo, why am I having so much trouble trying to find my team, bro? I have the draft results here. For your team? Right, Where did you go to for, get it? I have it for everybody. I just want my team, bro. If you go to the right-hand column where it says your team, 15 out of 15, your roster and teams there in the little slide bar. Wait, I already left the draft. Is that uh, right? If you left the draft, no. If you left the draft, you're not going to be able to pull any of this up. You have to wait for them to email it to you. For real? Mm-hmm. It'll come what? in here too. Check your email. Uh, yeah, but how do I go to mess with my team? I can't go to mess with my team right now. Yeah, they give me. They give me a fucking D. Fuck Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, they put me in fifth place, too. I doubt that I'm going to end up in fifth place here. So. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see what all these uh, award-winning drafts did here. They're killing me. I'm killing their site for not working properly. Come on, Yahoo, get your shit together. Seriously. For real. You're going to make us not use Yahoo anymore. We're trying uh, here. I don't like Yahoo to start with, so. Oh, I projected a seventh place. Wow. But you had a much, much worse rating than me. I'm a little confused on it. Here we go. Mock draft results. Okay. So, to start the draft, I did not pick Mike Evans or Ezekiel Elliott. This is not my team. <laughs> Why did they draft me now? <laughs> oh, my God. That's not my team, y'all. I'm a little confused now. What is the uh, dude? I do not want to go to fantasy pros. I'm not joking. They they did not give me my team. That's crazy, Dan Murphy. Yeah. 
So I will not be talking about my team since they don't have my team on here. I think I can read you off your team somehow. Oh, come on, y'all. This is this is extraordinarily poor. Okay, I can go. Honest. I can go round to round. Okay, my first round I picked DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's the number one wide receiver, and I picked him as such. Uh, everyone before me was uh, running backs, so my first pick was DeAndre Hopkins off the board, number one receiver. My second round, the person I think is the third best receiver, as I said in my fa- in our fantasy sports uh, information edition. Uh, I think he's the third best receiver, so I picked him in the second round. In the third round, I kept on the wide receiver train. I'm big on Amari Cooper this year. Other people are not. I hate Dallas. I hate Dallas. I like Amari Cooper this year. Okay. After that, I picked my first running back off the board. He's a swing and miss kind of player. Vontae Freedom could be a top five running back. Could break his leg again. Next, I picked Philip Lindsay. Uh, also <laughs> was injured last year. <laughs> Maybe this is why they did not pick me so high and rate my team so high. Because I have two injury-prone running backs. Then, because only and only because tight ends are crazy this year. Everybody, get your tight end early. They will go off the board. You will get stuck with someone that gets you four points a game. I got Hen- uh, Hunter Henry, also injury prone. Oh boy, my team might. <laughs> my quarterback is dude, Carson you're gonna, Wentz. Dude, you're gonna have the stars and stretchers team, man. You draft <laughs> guys that go down. The only thing that I would say there, just a critique, is like drafting a guy like Lindsey or or Freeman. I definitely would have handcuffed them. If there was a competent guy in the But we already the talked about the stammer fee. I don't handcuff people. I know you don't. I'm just saying what I would. I got people on the back end. I got White to handcuff them. If White doesn't get hurt, he'll be fine. Um, Carson Wentz is my quarterback who also has gotten hurt the last two years. <laughs> then I got James White to handcuff my injury-prone running backs. I got uh, – by the way, my, my wide receivers are not injury-prone, so that's good. And that's the core of my team, obviously, since I drafted them one, two, three. Um, then I got Corey Davis, who is the number one wide receiver out of Tennessee. I pin him having a big year. It's his fourth year, I believe. Uh, he got more utilization towards the second half of last year. Started putting up pretty decent numbers. I was actually playing him on my team last year off the waiver wire. <laughs> then I got Tevin Coleman. They gave him lots of money in San Francisco. I feel like he could have a big year if they don't play by committee, which they very might well play by committee. Um, the way that their team is set up, they're either going to trade somebody away or trade two people away, but they, they're stacked at running back. Uh, they all have their positives and negatives. They might be situational. Uh, then I picked another injury-prone person in Delaney Walker. So both my tight ends are injury-prone. Uh, they both have big, big upside and big, big downside. <laughs> then I got old man Rivers himself, Mr. Larry Fitzgerald, who just seems to not age one f- fucking second. Um, continues to get it done. I got him in round 12. If you guys can get this guy in round 12, please. He's a steal. Then I picked, like an idiot, in round 13, the Philadelphia Eagles defense, which I could have gotten the 14th or 15th round. Uh, But at this point, you know what I mean? Like the people that you're looking at, it's like uh, they're not going to play anyway, so who cares? I might as well get the defense that I want. Um, Then I got John John Brown. Every year I try to take a swing with John Brown because he's so fucking fast, and every year he lets me down. But he is Buffalo's uh, number one receiver, I believe, uh, which means absolutely nothing. But uh, he's going to get some balls thrown to him. And then I picked Jake Elliott to round stuff up because I'm a homer and I like to cheer for my Eagles. And that would be my team. What do you think, Dan? Um, I like it. I, I think uh, you know you, you had a guy like Devontae Freeman kind of fall back to you, which was nice. Uh, you know, you fill up but the that's the thing, right? If you're willing to take nice chance thing, yeah. on injured people, they they will fall to you. Yep, it's true. But you're taking a chance. It's true. And uh, just to recap, mine. Uh, you know, I start off the top with uh, Michael Thomas, Captain Consistency. He catches everything within a 10 mile radius. Uh, I got Julio Jones uh, led the NFL last year. He's super consistent as long as he stays healthy and stays on the field. Uh, Todd Gurley was a huge gamble, but I don't know how in the third round you can say no to somebody that could potentially be a top five running back. 
Uh, I love it. I love it because it happened. I love it. It, it did happen. It's so horrible that it happened. Uh, AJ Green in the fourth round. I mean, AJ Green's been consistent throughout his year, his years, and has come back through injury. Aaron Rodgers again. Got, probably a stretch. Probably a reach. Probably could have punted there completely and, and grabbed somebody else. Uh, Sony Michelle. I think he has a lot of upside in New England. And and Tom and uh, Bill Belichick will run a one back system if he has a complete back. So we'll see if that's what Sony Michelle is. That's what I drafted him to be. Uh, it harkens back to Lawrence Mulroney when they drafted him. Uh, Lawrence had a great rookie year. His second year uh, was a disaster. So we'll see what uh, Sonny Michelle can do. And then uh, I went with the, a running back that was a rookie the year before, Geist, that never even saw the field. But I'm high on him. I, I think Adrian Peterson just doesn't have much left in the tank, and somebody's going to have to carry the load there. It's going to be a lot of work. I love Juice, um, by the way. Juice is that boy. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then uh, Miles Sanders, uh, which was a huge reach at that point, but like I just wanted a rookie with a high upside, and I, I, I just was reaching. No, it's not a reach at that point in the draft. It's not a reach. Either. I guess it. Yeah, whoever well, you, I mean, whoever you like at that point right, in the draft, whoever, just you go get with your, your guy. Right, if you get your guy, if you say this guy is going to be a player for me each week, and give me a thousand yards, ten touchdowns, twelve hundred yards, ten touchdowns, thousand yards, whatever. It's what makes people right. look like professionals. Is yes. the people that pick the people and then they get they either hit it or they miss it, but they they hit when they hit it they look you know like geniuses like geniuses. So then I came back with Kareem Hunt after that, and then Daryl Henderson. I just went running back ballistic with guys <laughs> that could have huge upsides or it could be nothing. Uh, and then I came back with Stephen Goodkowski because what's I your can't reason? worry wait, about wait, kicker. Before we go on, what, what's your reasoning on Henderson? Do you really feel like during the regular season, Gurley's not going to do well? Or just do you think he, if he gets hurt, you're just saying just in case? I just look at it logistically. If you're going to draft Todd Curley, you have to draft Henderson. You don't have a choice. Like You're investing such high draft capital in Todd Gurley, you at least need to see a return on investment from that backfield. So to even come up a couple rounds to grab Henderson. And people are not on Henderson right now. At all, like people. No. Are I think you could have waited. I probably totally could have waited, but waiting can be the death of you because if somebody else gets him, then you got to trade for him, or you might not get him the entire season. So I'm a proponent of going a little bit high, especially on something that's like this is this is the highest priority. I would put this. I would not put this at this. This is the highest priority you could end up for with a in this situation for having to grab a handcuff. It's like Le'Veon Bell with James Conner last year, right? If you didn't get Conner, you're you're done. Right? You're done. <laughs> I, I think I think Hunt was the stretch there because I feel like Hunt is only eight, and and like you and like we were talking about if if um, Chubb does great, is 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 Hunt going to steal the job when he comes back? Like that would be really messed up if they did that to Chubb. I totally agree with that. Hunt was just kind of a commodity pick. I was already going running back happy, and we all know what his upside is. Sure, um, you know so number one pick last year, I believe. Right. So with that with that being said, like I just I felt like the upside was there for that, and you know Daryl Henderson. The way the other thing that I look at like. Just from a team standpoint, they let C.J. Anderson walk in free agency. He's not there anymore. They drafted this kid within, the, uh, I believe, the top five rounds, which means you know Kareem Hunt, you know the, Tyree Cohen, uh, Philip Lindsay, much later in the draft. Uh, you know, but you see these guys that come in at running back position that can come in in the fourth, fifth, you know, third round and be dynamic and really make an impact in the game. So I think that they paid a lot of attention to what happened to Todd Gurley last year. And I think if he can't go, this kid's going to be the one that shoulders, shoulders the load in a dynamic offense. I think it'll shift to, to, to uh, Jared Goff uh, kind of shouldering the load. But, you know, that line and the running back will still be a great deal of the engine of that team. By the way, I, I feel like big mistake letting uh, C.J. Anderson. They should have put out some money to, get, to keep him around the way he played for them last year. I mean, with the situation of uh, of Curley and, and that, it, it would have made a little bit more sense if you're going to make another run at it that you would have a little bit more veteran in there. But it also says that they really like, you know, this kid, Daryl Henderson, a lot. You know? Yeah, but coming out of college, you never really know what you got. You don't. It's a different speed. It's a different pace. It's different sized people. You didn't think Saquon Barkley was going to be good, but I know you have to adjust to the speed of the game. And everybody, <laughs> you just compare Henderson just, to Saquon no, Barkley. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, like seeing players that come out that you know that are going to be good. Saquon Barkley, you knew. He was do, be so, good. so my question is, you know, aside from what you picked, do you feel like that that's the truth for Miles Sanders? Do you think he proved enough in college that he's going to translate to the NFL? Miles Sanders. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And the one year that we saw him. I don't think he had much of a line to run behind, and I think what he did, he did admirably. He put up better numbers and than I think, Saquon Barkley. 
the fumbling problem is stupid because come on guys like the top 100 running backs last year only fumbled the maximum of like three times if he drops the ball three times this year it's gonna suck but it's not the end of the world I, I agree. He's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. Look at Kareem Hunt on the first play of his NFL yeah, career. Yeah, but never fumbled again. And never. I and mean, it's fumbles. the first fumble of his of his higher education uh, career. Uh, right, but he learned from it. He came in, he got ball Same. security. So maybe it's good that it happened to him. Dude, I don't never forget. I had Kareem Hunt in that game. I knew what that kid was going to do that year. I knew yeah. when he stood out on the field. He went out there. I'm watching it. I'm down in fantasy. I'm losing. He steps out on the field and fumbles. I'm like, oh, Andy Reid, <laughs> please don't bench him, please. No, Andy Reid is one of the more loyal please, coaches in the league. Gods, don't bench my running back after one fumble. Nah. And then they put him right back in, and the kid rips off what, like a, a sixty-five yard touchdown. touchdown run, dude. I was doing yeah. backflips. Are you kidding me? Won me my fantasy matchup that week. I mean, the that's Andy Reid for you in a nutshell yep. as a coach. Yep, which is which is why uh, uh, Damian Williams is kind of an interesting. Shit, interesting that guy. system. That system. I think he's going like way too high. I think there's like guys yeah. that could be uh, that, that have a little bit easier. So you path don't think he's touches. the James Conner of this year? No, no. Nah, it seems too easy for him to be the James Conner this year. I think I think he's going to do well. But do you, you think James Conner is the James Conner this year? Going to be there. Connor really died off last year, and you know that could be you know that's what happens to rookie players and stuff. But then you got to remember, Connor was not a rookie player last year, so then that kind of gives me a little of a bit of a concern uh, that he died off a little bit at the end of the season. But the Steelers were in disarray. I mean, you had Antonio Brown out there throwing fits, not wanting to be. I mean, it was it was a dumpster fire last year. That thing needed to get blown up. Um. So okay, keep going. A little bit of a question mark there for James Connor. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, he's done it before. Anybody that's done it before, I think I like. You know, I, I like consistency. I like someone that's shown me the ability to do it in the NFL against professional teams. That's like a big thing for me in fantasy. Are you are you done with your draft? Or? Um, yeah. I mean, I like I like grabbing Kyle Rudolph at twelve, Deshaun Jackson at at thirteen, Philip Rivers at fourteen, San Francisco at fifteen. Like to me, that's like the like the backbone of a good draft is like sure. getting really good consistency late, quarterback late, defense late. Uh, Deshaun is good for you know sixty five catches, sixty yards a game. So I mean, yeah, and if he gets you that touchdown, you know you want you want yeah. him. If as he your gets you ten, guy, ten is what you're expecting. Yep. High upside could be two touchdowns, three touchdowns. I mean, he does it every year. He has that game where he's got blows up. And could win, could win you a playoff game, you know. Oh, and it also the way that my team is structured, I am clearly I am on the waiver wire for the hunt for a wide receiver. I need to add a fifth wide receiver. I just kind of punted the position. I, just I to have some of those things, right? And and my team probably <laughs> matches up with yours with my running back depth and your running back. Exactly, nature, we could so. definitely be trade partners in the near future. Definitely be trade, but that's not like ethical if we're like in the same league competing against strangers. I'm not gonna let you rate me, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be a fair trade. Well, that's what they all say. We're, we're all <laughs> friends in our league. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I guess I kind of misspoke. Well, cool. I think I think we did all right for our first mock that we've done this year. I think we'll we'll definitely do one for a pay league, which I'm in. A, I'm in a pay league separate, and I think we should mm-hmm. definitely sit down and do a pay league. Definitely. Unfortunately, that one takes about two and a half hours. That's so a it's long. A, that's a yeah. long process. I um, think this was. Nice I can cut and edit. And I can cut and edit. Which is nice. I just think it was nice to get in here and talk strategy because sure. it's, you know people get in there and they lock up in their drafts and they you know a lot of people just feel like they mess up their draft and their season is over. The, you know the draft is just the start of the season. I know it's one of the probably the more fun aspects of fantasy football, but that is not where your season ends. Uh, you know, and another note, you know, be a good commissioner, right? Like, be a good commissioner. Get out there and take care of your team, right? Like, I don't care if you are the two and ten team. You know, start your players that last week. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't just. Oh, and also, if you're if you're three and ten, don't give up and punt the punt your team either, because that's not fair to the rest of the league. No dropping players, no giving players away, and and definitely start your players. Get a win. You know, be have some pride in your overall fantasy record. You know what I mean? Don't just give up. You know, I was I was in a funny fantasy situation last year where I was completely out of it, and I picked up. Uh, Jalen Samuels because I picked him up in every league that I was in so it was more of a reflex and the commissioner went ballistic on me for picking him up and I'm like you mad bro you mad bro he, oh dude he went so mad he's like say one more thing oh, just so who's, who's his Samuels. best friend by the way 
Um, no, no, this, is, this, is, this was actually <laughs> oh, a different situation. This, that's the oh, okay. Asterix League. Oh, man, we don't need to go there. Um, the Asterix yeah, completely, League. Completely went ballistic on me, and I was like, you know, bro, like, don't you want players that play all the way out through the season like, and make it hard for people to get in the playoffs and play the game? And he's he like, damn, I'm an asshole. I fucked up. You're right. Like, yo, my bad. Dude still apologizes to me for it every time I see him. But, you know, those are the things that make fantasy football spicy. And even that, when he's flipping out on me, this is the thing that makes fantasy football fun. You know, the emotional reactions you get from people. And, and shit talking. Got to shit talk. Right. Like, I have a philosophy I tell everybody in my league that I commission. I say, your emotions are part of this league, and if you weave, leave them on the waiver wire, I will pick them up and start them against you. All right? <laughs> well, that will wrap us up, Dan Murphy. Would you like to outro us, please? Yes. Um, once again, you can contact us at any time on our email at uh, muffandbear uh, at gmail.com. And uh, social media, hopefully, will all get updated this weekend. And uh, we look forward to interacting with everybody. And uh, if you have any, need any fantasy advice, uh, we're available. So, Hashtag it's not porn, but you may like it. That's right. <laughs> Signing off.